Welcome to another episode of Buckets and Breakdowns. I'm here with a friend of mine, very good player, high IQ point guard. Man, we share we share some 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 of the same views on the game uh, out here in, in Atlanta, Georgia. But also, just we were also a part of a memorable game, man. Kobe Bryant's last game, which he was on the floor and I was behind the bench. Uh, also a very good college player as well. Had a very interesting journey. Shelvin Mack, welcome to Buckets and Breakdowns. Hey man, what's up, man? I appreciate you having me. You know, I love to come on your platform. But the one thing that's throwing me off right now is this you right here on this Buckets and Breakdowns in this bottom right corner? Is that, is that <laughs> you right now? <laughs> yeah, that's me. That was before the, the, the hair went bald. Uh, it was it was before you had the Kobe game six haircut. <laughs> yeah, when I had the half, it wasn't even a full one. It was this is like the half on the on the haircut. Nah, uh, nah, man. <laughs> appreciate you having me on your show, man. No, nah, appreciate it, man. I like the setup. You got to think positive back there. I got to get some of that ambient light. What's going on, uh, Ballers? Life. We need to send that over here. But this is the legend, Kobe. We got to have him up there. Nah, Great. Yes, sir, man. So I just want to talk about your journey, man, your game, some of the things that you've been through, uh, some of the stuff that you learned along the way and whatever we can use to help influence the next uh, group of hoopers, anybody that just loves the game, fans of yours, um, and just give them that insight, man. That's why I love doing this. The good folks at Ballers Life have uh, provided the platform. Let's get to it, man. So you you from uh, Lexington, Kentucky, man. What's that scene like, man? Was it was a heavy influence with Kentucky, UK, man? What's, yeah, yeah. what's that like? No, growing up, it was very heavily influenced with UK basketball. That's when the, it's in the prime time. We had Rick Pitino. You also had Tubby Sweat. So Tony Delk, I love with Tony Delk to this day. Yep. We had Derek Anderson, Watson McCarty, Ron Mercer. All of those guys coming through at that age. And then when I got in high school, you still had, you still had a squad with Tubby. Um, mm. But Keith Bogans, Najee Muhammad, Tayshawn Prince. So, you know, growing up in Kentucky, it's just, it's just straight basketball all day. And the yeah. crazy part is, I don't think any other state uh, does it right now. But Kentucky is only one state champion. It's not like 6A, 4A, 5A. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's one. So it's real, it's real basketball up there in Kentucky. You know, the, the, the talent might not be there, but the passion and everything else there is A1. Now, I know uh, there's a couple guys that have came from Kentucky, but Louisville, I know D'Angelo Russell's from out there. Uh, I know Ray John Rondo's from out there. Um, and Derek Anderson, if I'm not mistaken. That's as far as I know. Who you else got, are some uh, homebred got, guys? Yeah, you got Allen Houston. Oh, Allen Houston, okay. Yeah, uh, my class coming up in high school, we also got Darius Miller. That's one of my close okay. friends. We you together. Okay, he yeah, yeah. About six to eight years in the, in the league. Shooter. Also, you got um, you got a lot of different players. Now, I'm kind of getting distracted for everybody. I don't realize it. I keep looking to the side. I got kids going on. I got kids right now. So, I mean, that's the full-time job. That's yeah. the full-time job. You know that. Respect the fathers, you know, yeah. fatherhood. That's all well, good. Well, we're currently growing, you know, over the course of the – over this over the years, Kentucky basketball is, is blowing up. Like you said, D'Angelo. Uh, Keelan Martin right now with the Pacers. He also went to Butler from Louisville. So okay. We slowly, slowly kind of getting it. 
making it on our way. So I got who you. are some of the guys you played with in AAU? So in AAU, you know, I played in Cincinnati. We didn't really have a big team here in Kentucky. So I played for the D1 Greyhounds. We had um, OJ, was the man in high school. Then also Bill Walker. Now, at one point in time, I thought Bill was better than OJ. The stuff I used to see this guy doing practice, mm. dunking on people, like all of those kind of things before he tore his ACL. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So played in played in uh, Cincinnati, got a lot of exposure going to ABCD camp. I never went, but just being on that circuit with those, with those players, I was able to get seen. And you no, know, luckily I got a scholarship to Butler. Mm, how did that come about, man? Um, it was weird. I, I never heard of Butler until they started recruiting me. Uh, and then the guy actually who recruited me, once I committed to Butler, he left and went to Ohio State. And at the same time, I was blowing up. You know, in, in Kentucky, I was doing my thing in high school. In the high school season, I was in like 20, 24, 8 and 8. So I had all the SEC. Oh. Yeah, so I committed early. But I had all the SEC schools calling me. So I was trying to figure out what I was going to do. But you know, overall, Butler was like the best chance for me to play right away. I had to sit on the bench, wait for somebody to leave. Um, you know, I, just, I just wanted to get to it right away. Mm-hmm. How much time did you spend there? Uh, were you, three, you left after your junior year, right? Yeah, I did three years at Butler. Um, back-to-back national championship. Lost in the title game. It wasn't nothing else I could do. It's like, yeah. I don't understand why I'm going back to school. Yeah, we got, we got, we got, we got to talk about that, man. Obviously, Brad Stevens, you know, one of the best young minds the NBA has seen, and even as a college coach, you can see his brilliance as well. Uh, what, what were some of the things that you picked up early from him, and what do you think made him so special as a coach? I think he's a great coach because he has a, the concept that we have is like kiss, keep it simple, stupid. Mm. Everything we did was very simple. And right to the point. I know a lot of guys had practice in college for about three or four hours. Like we had an NBA style practice. We practiced every day for about 45 minutes. It was at 6 15 in the morning. So you had a discipline to get up every single day. I was late the very first day, one one day, one at a time. So uh, <laughs> but it just it just built you into a routine and, and it's kept it and it's kept everything simple. Whether you make the extra pass every play. Um, you know, whether the scout report is, is not going to be, you know, some people give you a scout report, it might be a, a book full of information. You know, you one sheet with everybody on it. Like, it's what they do. It's what they do well. And he, he simplified the game for me. Mm. Yeah, I, I find that, you know, just as a coach, uh, when I get a chance to do a scout and present to the team, I try to keep things really simple, uh, you know, in a sense of, you know, personnel, what guys do. You know, shooter, driver, crasher, three-level score, um, you know, drives right, shoots left. Just remember the basics. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that's that's one of the keys, especially with younger players, is you you, you don't want to – as a coach, I don't want to get used to hearing myself speak. And yeah, it's not about me. It's about the information getting to you so you can apply so we can win this damn game. Remember nah, nah. what we're trying to do. I got uh, you on buckets and breakdown. What's 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 my scouting report? Hey, I, love, I love to ask people this stuff all the time. Hey, hey, so so with Shelvin, you know, to me, I don't think you got it. I think we got to give you different stuff on the menu defensively. You know, uh, if you get a steady diet of what we're doing in the pick and roll per se, you're gonna pick it apart. Every now and then we might just trap you. Every now and then we might hedge. You know, maybe one after a timeout we might just you know be in um. 
in in on in a plug, you know what I mean, which is at the level of the screen and going with the road, get over, contest uh late. So it I know you reading that third guy on that tag man and seeing how far he engaging off the roll, and then you play off of that, you you playing off of the big being back. I mean, you're a dynamic player, man, and you know how to make guys better around you as well, knowing when it's time for you to eat. So, you know, I would just give you a different look every time. Hey, man, that ain't what y'all do. I don't know why you would do that. It don't make sense. (laughs) I give this guy report on me. But make you go left, finish left? Make you go left. <laughs> but I'm a pro and I perfected it how to get back to my right. So that, I already so, know. Yeah, I already so, know. <laughs> I was I was going a little too far, but I already know. Make you go yeah, left. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We gonna, gonna see you left. But I'm an unselfish player. I just I just throw it to the short to the short row every time, man. Hey, but see, this is what you do. I know what you do. So if you got a popping big, you're gonna hit him with that behind the back, and then you're gonna follow. And then get it on a handoff and get back to your right. That's <laughs> or a snake. <laughs> all right, all right, my bad. I know, I know. I love it. So, so man, you, you at Butler, man. I mean, you guys had such a Cinderella story twice, man. You know, mid majors knocking out big time uh, teams. Uh, you got all the way to the championship. You lost what the Duke the first year. We yeah. lost to Duke the first year. Crazy thing is, we lost in um, Indianapolis. That's where yeah. Butler's at. It's Indianapolis. So we oh at home. Yeah, yeah, at home. About five miles from campus. That's when we. That's where we lost. Oh man. Yeah, I'm mad. I'm still mad at Coach Stevens to this day about this. Oh man, what um, happened? Championship Monday, he made us go to class. Uh, I know we student athletes and everything. I think that was a distract. Now. I'm, Actually, one of my teammates said that was a distraction. That's why we lost. Oh. <laughs> like going to class, take notes. Yeah, not exactly. But uh, yeah, it was six six miles from campus. Um, something you never feel again. I didn't play on the USA team. I didn't play overseas. Played the NBA Eastern Conference Finals. This is never a feeling you're gonna get playing in front of seventy thousand people again. This is not gonna happen. And it's probably it's gonna be a while before it happened again, dealing with the COVID situation that people can kind of experience that and feel that. Mm-hmm. What's that environment like? What's that feeling? You know, championship day, um, you know, the crowd layup line, you know, the scout. What what does that feel like when you run out and you see all those, you know, people there supporting and even not supporting? Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 to me, it's a big blur. I look back on it and I I kind of understand the same thing Coach Stevens was doing. So I say, keep it simple. It's like, if there's any other Monday, we'll go to class. And uh, actually, I think it was, it was the point. It was, it's a weird dynamic with that. Because also, the game is at 9, 15 at night. People don't realize that. You never play that late at night. So you got all day coming from Saturday just thinking about the game, like your life. Mm-hmm. Shit, I'm over thinking about one shining moment. I got to make sure I got my poles together or whatever I want to be. <laughs> Everybody know that one, when that one shiny moment song come on, but um, it just, it's just a big blur. I think when we get together, we, we kind of remember stuff. I got a lot of video. I remember a lot of different things besides the actual game. And I actually never watched the game, honestly. Mm. Yeah, I, I can understand that. I can understand yeah. that. But you know, I I remember watching you guys and you guys just look like you guys were just on the same page at all times. Like, like, you know, they knew where your shots were coming. 
You knew when to pass you the ball. You knew how to get your teammates the ball when they needed it. And then you knew when, you know, just the offense. Like, you guys just executed really well. Yeah. Uh, I think we had, a, we had a great team that everyone understand that understood they broke. I think it's mm-hmm. very hard to find in today's age. Everybody's trying to make it to the league. But um, on that team, I think me, Gordon, and Matt Howard are the only people to play professionally after that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not saying those guys can't play professionally. They didn't want to play professionally. So they okay. were like, here, you got the opportunity, like, do your thing so you can get get to that money, get to that chicken. And I don't mm-hmm. think that happens a lot of times at, at, at different universities. And that's gotcha. what makes it so special. Right, right, right. As you see Gordon Hayward, he's still out there hooping, doing his thing. Um, I remember in the G League, we actually played against Matt Howard a few times. I think he was in Fort Fort Wayne, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, we, he was a hooper, man. But uh, what made Gordon so special? And, you know, as far as being a teammate of his and, you know, get, being in a line of fire and just going out there and hooping every day, going to war together. Yeah, I think what made him special is us coming from a mid-major. <clears throat> we we are usually smaller than everyone else. So he played a four a lot. People don't realize that. He's six eight. He played a four. Matt played a five. It's also on the side. Mm-hmm. So he just always had that that mismatch problem. As you can see today, they kind of put him a lot at the four now. It's like either he's going to be too big or too fast for whoever you got guarding. Mm. He's always become a mismatch, a mismatch problem, and he, uh, you know, he puts the work in every single day. I seen him come in the gym and just consistently just lay a brick, then another brick, then another brick, and then Shay, he, he become a match player. That's what happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, 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 right. Yeah. So, so when you when you first you know got there, uh, Butler, I mean, obviously your first year, you you guys took a, a, a tough loss. But had a great journey, man, getting to the championship. Second year, same group, same thing. Um, when did you realize that you had a chance to be an NBA player and that your dream of being an NBA player was going to come true? All right. So uh, I went to school for three years. So the first year, uh, you know, we played in Horizon League the whole time. It wasn't a Big East in which currently Butler's playing in. Mm-hmm. So my first year, I think we won part like 20, 25 games in a row. Then we um, went to the tournament. We played, we played your boys down there and from, from, from LSU. Okay. Marcus Story gave us the blues, boy. When I tell you the boy, blues, the blues. That boy can score, man. <laughs> he uh, can score. So we played well. Me and Gordon played well, and we was able to do our thing. But then that summer, I got a call from, uh, from the USA team. They wanted me to come play on the USA team, the U19 team. And um, me and Gordon both, we went there. Obviously, did all the Nike camps. LeBron, Darren Williams, we did all that when you're in college. But doing the USA, the USA um, experience is when we playing against like Evan Turner. Everybody else is, when, you know, you get on Google, look at the look at the thing. Like in the mock draft, they there. Mm-hmm. So we see these guys every single day, but we smacking them by twenty. Mm. In practice, no one else see it, but we will be smacking them by twenty every single day in practice, and that gave me like the confidence. Is like, I, I think I got a chance. If, if, if he going number, if he going top ten, I, I think I got a chance. I ain't that bad, you know what I mean? Mm, that, right, right. That kind of gave me the confidence to keep going and keep pushing, and you know, went back to school, is able to like work on my game, know what I need to work on, and work on my body, 
We work on my turnover ratio. And I was able to put everything together. And then having Coach Stevens, we was able to match it all up. And, and, it, and it went back. It's just, like, it's just mm. a story. Mm. Yeah, because like, I'm always curious. Like, you know, it's the dream. You know, everybody really wants to go to the NBA. Like, that's the dream, right? Like, when you hoop, man, you think about playing in the league, right? Uh, you know, you're going to college is, is definitely a privilege. It's a, it's a blessing to be able to play on that stage but and get your education. But you're also thinking, man, I'm trying to get to that league. So, like, it's always interesting to me, like, what's going through people's mindset when he's like, oh, snap, like, I might have a chance. You know, like, if he going here, I should be. So when that moment happens, right, you got drafted in the second round to the Wizards. What pick were you? I went 34. 34. What was draft day like, man? Did you expect to go higher, lower? What would you would you think? No, nah, I know um, I had a, I got a great agent. I was I know I was around between like the twenty four and thirty six range. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know they penalize you for you know being in school for three years instead of being young and get up out of it. It's like I'm looking. What you want me to do? <laughs> I don't right, know what right. you want me to do. Right, right. But I kind of knew where I was at, um, and then I, I kind of start understanding the business as I as I enter the draft. So it was actually best for me to go 34 instead of going 28 because me going 34, it's an opportunity for me to play right away. Mm. You know, like late late in the first round between 26 and 30, you want to play all teams. Like, right. you ain't going to play. <laughs> like, right. what, what, what are you talking about? You sitting on right. the pick. You going, right. you going down there and work on your game. Right, right. So, so I, I kind of ended up in the right situation um, but that day, that day was uh, very surreal. It's you know something you always dream dream of. I think it's one of the few times I cried. Mm-hmm. You know, I was just proud of myself. You know, a lot of people get mad when I say like, "You should be proud of yourself." <laughs> like, you know, I want to thank this person. I want I want to thank myself. Like, I put a lot of work in. Mm-hmm. Not saying a lot of people didn't help me, but you was in there journey, every day. It's a, journey, it's a journey by yourself. Uh, no, along along with the help. Right, 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 yeah, right. So when you get when you get to the league, you draft it, you're in that environment, you know, you're in the practice facilities. What was that first practice like, man? What was like you in there, like, oh snap, like <laughs> Yeah, so I so I had so we can go different ways with this story. Okay. So I got we want the bad or you want the good. Man, I want both. Uh what do you want first though? <laughs> we can start bad. Uh, the, bad, the bad part of it, uh, where I was drafted at, we started off 0-18. Mm. So I was probably on the worst Wizards team ever put together oh, damn. in life. Damn. Like, I, don't, I don't think you can put this team together on 2K. It, this team was bad. It, it just didn't win. Why was it bad, man? <laughs> it was the players in, in their time their career just didn't mix at all. I got you. Uh, so you want to hear the starting lineup? Go ahead, hit me with the lineup. All right, so we had we had uh, John, John, my homeboy. I'm cool with all these guys, but <laughs> the team was just bad. So I got John at the one. Okay. Jordan Crawford at the two. And shout out to JC, man. He gets some buckets though. But go ahead. He, he get buckets. He give him up too. All right. <laughs> the three was Nick Young, who gets oh. buckets as well. Not enough basketballs already. <laughs> oh. Then we got uh, Andre Blatch at the four. I love Dre Blatch, though. He's nice. I, I always right. like his game. Right. He need a rock, too. Yeah, he got to be the hub. He got to, you know, uh, uh, I got you. 
And then he had a young uh, Javel. Javel been balling late. I'm glad that he's like over overcome all that stuff. But we had yeah, Javel yeah, at that time when he was just on shocking the fool, doing crazy stuff, all that stuff. Like it was just a, I don't know what was going on. So that was that was my rookie year. That's what I was. I went 18. Yeah. And it was the yeah. lockout year. It was it was like uh, when you play back to back to back to back. Damn. Yeah, yeah. So it's gonna get. It's like. Psh, psh, psh. <laughs> that's, that's all that was right there. But so okay, that was the bad part. So what was what was the good that came out of that? You got to play more. Probably. I got to play more, but I also was able to be around some uh some cool vets. Mm. Uh, Roger Mason is one. Okay, shout and out. Then, uh and then Rashad Lewis. Okay. No, Rashad Lewis is a second round draft pick, also, but at that okay. time he was the second highest paid player in the NBA. So he he like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Shout out with Shot. Trying to get him on too. Trying to get him on too. I need him on buckets. <laughs> big bag, big bag. Yeah, for sure. Shot him. Shout out, three headed monsters. Yeah. So, <laughs> so he was able to like show me like, hey, don't worry about this. Keep grinding. Like I was in your same situation. Just keep working. Things may happen and may not, but it's the kind of the way you do it. And he was a straight pro, even though he wasn't playing. Because that's when they kind of started the transition and like the young guys play, not someone who's solid like. Second highest player player in the league, he should be playing, but it's the young dude that's still being professional and you no know, show up to work every day, still getting his work in. So that was the that was the blessing in that is that I was able to see him instead of getting caught up with all the other stuff that was going on. That's what's up. So you know, sometimes when guys come into the league, it's a little bit of an adjustment. Was there anything that you you know seen within your game that you needed to improve uh, immediately, and then how did you go about you know improving? that now so what i learned within the first year i got cut the second year so what mm -hmm. i learned in the first year is i got drafted being who i am right mm -hmm. so now even though i'm only playing probably 10 12 minutes i'm over like damn what i'm doing wrong i didn't play like him playing like nah that's that ain't what it is i ain't playing because mm -hmm. i'm behind my boy john he know one pick what we talking about he gonna play Right, 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 care, right. I don't care what you're doing, he's still going to play. So I don't understand that business aspect of it. Mm -hmm. So what I learned over there is, like, I'm never going to be as fast or athletic as him. I just, just got to be great at what I do. Mm -hmm. And that's when I continue being great at, at what I do, whether it's shooting floaters, making the right decision, being a great teammate. It's like being a, great at the things that I can, I can control. Mm -hmm. I hear that. Yeah. I hear that. And, and, you know, sometimes I think that understanding that right away, the sooner you can understand that, I feel like that's when your career takes off. You got to understand how you can fit in on a team, uh, what's going to give you longevity. But there's also things that fundamentally that everybody got to do. We talked about this on the phone the other day. You still got to be able to play some type of defense, team defense, <laughs> rotate, right? Have yeah. your teammates back, you still got to talk, but then on the other end, that's what you know, you still got to make the open ones, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right? Shoot like Kyle Corbett, yeah, you know, <laughs> but don't leave me open now, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Make the open ones, and then you know, just playing team basketball. So, uh, I seen you know, just going looking at your career that you had to, you mentioned you got cut, you had to go to the G League a little bit, um. Sometimes you got to take a couple steps back to take some more steps forward. Talk about that whole process and what, what was going through your mind during that time. 
Oh, yeah. So it was tough. So it might have been the second time I cried when I got cut. It's like, <laughs> all right. It's the only job I ever had. I ain't never get – I ain't got to think. Coming up from Kentucky, being the best basketball player around, never heard nobody say you're not good enough. Mm. Uh, none of those things. Going to two nine championships, like, like, hey, man, we like what you did in college, but right now this ain't it. Like, mm. you kind of got to humble yourself, you know, get yourself together. But in the course of the thing is I, to stay consistent. I, I, I knew what I did wrong. I knew what I needed to work on. I was trying to be someone else who I wasn't. Mm-hmm. Just be the best version of me. Mm-hmm. What, what would you break your game down to? Like, how do you, I know how I see your game, but how do you see your game? Me, personally, um, one of the people I model my game out of, and I, I talked to a lot when I was going through the whole process, is uh, Chauncey Billups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yep. that's one of the, like, we bigger guards. Um, yep. We can dunk every once in a while. We'll, we'll, I don't know about that. I ain't, uh, <laughs> right. We definitely can hit big shots for sure. I, I've right. seen that. Multiple times. Yeah. No, I know back in his day, his Colorado highlights. He was up there. I wasn't up there like at a butler at all. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, but efficient though. Yeah, I think that's the key. Efficient, efficient, and then you know him being cut from the Celtics, going to the Timberwolves, like the whole thing, and whole journey. He was one person I was able to lean on throughout my whole process. Mm-hmm. That's what's up, man. What kind of what kind of like advice? Or what kind of things did you did you pull from him? Just staying consistent. Um, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of yeah. people tell you Rome, Rome wasn't building a day. Right, right, right. Lay, lay a brick every day. You know, one thing I learned, men in Atlanta, with um, Coach Bud, the San Antonio thing, you might heard about it, uh, is a vitamin. Take your vitamin every day. And right, vitamin right. might be just working on your body or just shooting 10 free throws, just working on something every single day. And then at the end of the year, you might be 90%. We don't know. But right. at least you put the work in for it and you feel confident about it when a situation comes up. Right, right, right. Daily vitamins. That's a key part in the, the development. I think, um, you know, I think everybody has something that they need to get better at and they got to chip at it every day. You know, whether it's finishing at the rim, ball handling, passing, whatever it may be, um, watching film. And I do think it's just like chipping away every day. You know, I'm, I'm working with a lot of young players, you know, whether it's a pre-draft process, uh, whether it's, you know, coaching. And I tell you, we're going to do ball handling every day. We're going to work on finishing every day. We're going to work on fundamentals every day, passing every day. And you're going to, you're going to get a lot of shots, you know, and uh, that's that's the thing I I try to teach you young dudes is it's hard to do it because you're doing the same thing. Don't get bored with it. Like, Use your imagination. Get creative with it. It's like, all right, we got 10 layups. I'm going to make 10 layups above the square. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try something different. Like, have fun with the game. I don't think people are having a lot of fun with it right now. Right, right. Hey, that's a good point. That's a good point. The business side, take away a little bit of the fun maybe. I don't know. But uh, you can see the guys that are having fun, man. I watch it every day. I see John Morant and them boys. They look like they're having a lot of fun. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, uh, it's, only, it's only one max, max play on earth, so – we're talking about business or they having fun. They all gonna get their money, but they doing their thing out there. Word, word, word. So uh, you know, is there anything that you would say that you 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 learned? Um let's say like pick and roll. I always admire your decision making in pick and roll, right? Where did you learn that? And uh is there anybody that you 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 pull from or you study 
to be good in pick and roll situations. So truthfully, when I um, when I signed some ten days in Atlanta for the Hawks, mm-hmm. I, was, I was with Kenny Atkinson. I think Kenny Atkinson, you know, former coach of the Brooklyn Nets, I think he's assistant coach with the Warriors right now. Mm-hmm. But I think he's one of the best player development coaches, you know, out there right. Like this, mm. like we literally worked on it every single day. We did a lot of scenarios when it'd be two on five. So it's me in a big, and somebody might be in the corner. He's got to make a decision. He's doing it over and over again. Mm-hmm. I think that I think that helped out a, a, a lot in my development with the pick and roll. But then mm-hmm. also understand who I am. It's only a few like only a few things I can do. It's only a few situations I can I can do certain stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Being a backup point guard, me coming off the pick and roll trying to split it. Ah, if I turn that thing over, I'm coming out. Yeah. So, well. so I'm gonna be very fundamentally saying I might reverse pivot. Or pick the ball up, so I'm not having causing a lot of turns. So I understand my role is and what I'm capable of doing. I think that's a a thing that a lot of people's got a lot of players got to understand. Hmm. And it's this it, 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 once you do it so much, it becomes natural. Is somebody going to need? If I hit if I hit two three j- jumpers already, I'm feeling good. I'm gonna let that thing go. But if I ain't hit none, I'm gonna be a little bit more patient and just see hmm. see what happens. Yeah. So uh, one thing I admire about you is, you know, we in Atlanta in the summers all the time in the same gyms, whether we working together or you hooping and I'm in the gym, I see what you do. But one thing I admire about you is pace and how you use your body and continue to play with your eyes up. Uh, Talk about that part and how important it is to have pace and using your 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 leverage and your your body to create opportunities and pick and roll? Uh, now, it's very important. That's one of the lessons I learned. Like, like I said earlier, I'm not fast as John. I can't move at his pace. I'm moving my pace. And right. my pace is only going to be when I'm dribbling the ball. You know, a lot of times somebody ball pressure, trying to force you to speed up. It's, I tell people all the time, like, if I got a ball to pick me up, I was like, hey, bro, I ain't gonna, you ain't going to steal this mug. But I might throw a bad pass because I'm just moving at my pace. Mm-hmm. But I'm moving at my pace. Only way I'm able to move at my pace because I I did the homework of studying the plays. I, I take the time and practice the pump fake and throw it here. So I understand the timing and all that, and it's calculated in my head. So I'm able to move at certain things. Like all right, he ain't gonna sprint to the corner. He gonna slide to the corner. It's like all mm-hmm. these different factors that I'm thinking about when I'm going through a simple. Warm up drill and practice when you gotta make t- twelve shots. Somebody slide to the corner. I can see how someone's sliding and how someone's running. Mm-hmm. And I also take the time to understand I can throw the ball on the scenes or I got to throw it the right way because I want to assist out of the play. Uh, so break that coach. down. Hold up, yeah. break that down right there. That's a key. That's a real key right there. The seams of the pass. I was a shooter. I was. Me personally, you could do all the pick and roll, they tag. I'm waiting for the shot. You know me. You need it, you need it, you need it in the scenes in your shot pocket, or, or you can catch it anywhere. Honestly, I could catch it anywhere because I'm gonna find the seams anyway. But if you throw it in, in so the seams, rotate it yourself. Yes, and if I can't shoot it at my pace, then I'm gonna drive or <laughs> make the next pass. But if you give it to me in the seams already, bro, that's a that is a shooter's delight right there. Oh, yeah. I'm a point guard. I want to get a six. I ain't trying to throw it to you for you to miss the thing. Like, <laughs> that ain't what I'm doing right now. Right, 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 I, right. I want the closest, I want closest to get the book, get the, get the thing. Like, all right, Sheldon got 12 assists. We need to leave him out there. I, I need that. 
Right, 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 right. I, I can't throw you no bad passes. Right, right. So, you know, that I think that's that's the key, man. It was one time we were in the gym, and I want to say we were doing three-on-three three when we had uh, Denny Avedia in there and Teo Maladon and those guys was playing. Uh, it was a pin down. And you, I think you you said if I give you a look, if I bounce past it, that means yeah, yeah. I know we don't fucking to break that. Come on, that's an easy one. Come on, this, nah, this, nah, this, nah. These, these are the keys to the game. So is it so so? Th- yeah, that, that's very simple. As a point guard, like learning, seeing what's going on. I'm at the top. A lot of times you come off a pin down, you can't really see your defender. You don't know if he's shooting a gap. You got to be like elite, like Ray Allen, Kyle Korver. Mm-hmm. Like, but I, like they elite, but majority of the time ain't nobody shooting the gap, so they know exactly what they're getting every single time. Right, right, right. <laughs> like you shoot the gap, and you, and you come sit down with me. Like what you doing? Right, right. Yeah. right. You can't do that. Pop back. So, usually, so I can I can tell by the ball pressure if my dude can help on the bounce pass or not. Mm-hmm. And I can look at your dude if your dude's trailing you, and my dude is hugged up on me. I'll bounce it to you, so you can just keep on going and curling. Mm-hmm. But if your dude shoots the gap, I'm gonna I'm throw it. I'm gonna throw it quick because you know bounce pass is slower. I'm gonna right. throw your chest pass so you can catch a shoot because he went underneath the screen. Right. But a lot of people can't can't figure that out because they they either run it looking looking at the <laughs> looking at the wing guard now or they ain't looking at the ball. They don't know what's going on. Hey, so, see, so <laughs> go, go ahead, bro. Because like I'm gonna be real with you, Sheldon. Like if there is one action as a player that I feel like you couldn't stop me in, it's in a pin down situation. And I'm going to tell you why. I grew up, my pops, right, played for the Lakers. He came off a lot of pin downs. I went to a lot of basketball camps. He broke all that down all the time. Then he went to Indiana where he played with Reggie Miller. And I just understood pin downs where you go over, I can just pop back. Even if you meet me on, I pop back one dribble. I got – they don't shoot the leaner no more, but Reggie used to take the little leaner yeah. shot. You know what I'm saying? But right, let's get for him again. Let's see that. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, it, the game is so much easier. If you look at a lot of the elite two guards, when they have a IQ, an elite IQ PG like yourself. So if, if we in practice, you like, T, if it's a bounce pass, just curl that thing. Yeah. Now I'm not worried about my man behind me. I just got to worry about the setup and having my hands ready. And if I make one or two, hey, we gonna run it again. I I was like, man, you doing? You you looking at the thing? So that's what came into what what it came down to. You looking at him? I'm throwing you the ball. That shit didn't hit the bigs. Wait, I got a turnover. Now I'm coming out the game. Hey, and it was his fault. It was my fault. Yeah. Coach saying it's my fault. Hey, I ain't got the money they making for whatever. Hey, come sit down. So right. you come over and tell them, hey, I see everything that's going on. I can see the big. I see your man or whatever. I'm going to lead you to wherever you need to go. Mm. Just trust me. Right. And I want you to shoot it. I don't want you to pass it back to me. Because right. I didn't play with some people. I know how to throw it messed up, man. Like, oh, yeah, I'm open. I'm, I know how to do that. I want you to yeah. eat. Do your thing right now. So... That's all it is. I'm going to catch, shoot it. I'm not going to rush it. 
I could curl it. Now, one thing I would do, or I, I like to see, or I even teach this, is when you curl, boom, you can take the dribble, take the bump. Because sometimes that big setting the screen, he got to eat too, man. You know what I'm saying? Take that bump, engage the big, drop it off. If you're playing with an elite big, yeah, yeah. easy dunk. But, but the, uh, the thing is, you're talking about like a floppy action. So the thing exactly. is. Exactly. Or wide pin. Wide pin. I love the wide, wide pin. pin. Instead of big, look at me every single time. It's mm -hmm. like. I trust you, you trust me. If your dude's above you, when you set the wide pin, I'm throwing it to the rim. Don't even worry about the pin. Mm -hmm. But if you're below you, I'm throwing it to the guard every single time. Ah, uh, there you go. It's, 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 it's real simple. I'm going to do the very opposite of what he's doing. Exactly. It, but see, this is why we do buckets and breakdowns. You know, we we know these things. We've got to pass this on to these young, young players that's – or coaches, some of these coaches don't know these little nuances that you're bringing up right now. So yeah, yeah, man, I'm, I'm at the um, I got, I got, I got some shit. I tell you that. I, 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 didn't, <laughs> I know you do. That's why I, I, I need play, to have you on. Yeah, I didn't play for. Um, you got to think about the coach in Atlanta. You think about my staff in Atlanta when I was with the Hawks. So we had Coach Bud. Mm -hmm. We had Kenny Atkinson. Mm -hmm. Uh. Coach Taylor, Memphis coach right now. Okay, yep, yep. We had Quinn, Snyder. Yep, yep. High um, IQ guys that are all head coaches. Yeah, we got Coach e um, Evan. I think that's how he says now. I can't – I've messed his name up all the time. He's in Basconia right now in the EuroLeague. Okay. Then we got Darvin and Charles Lee. Darvin Ham. Yeah. I don't know Charles. That's, 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 that's all on one stat. But I also done played for Coach Stevens, mm -hmm. uh, Frank Vogel. Mm -hmm. Champion coach. Yeah, yeah. They, I think they both won Coach of the Year, I, I want to say. Uh, JB, bigger staff. You see what he's doing in Cleveland? Yeah. Oh, man, I love, I love that squad just because they're not traditional. They're playing three bigs. They're doing old school stuff. Yeah, he'll figure it out. I love what they're doing out there. I think they're going to get a Bucks problems if they match up in playoffs. That's just me, but go ahead. Yeah, I'm trying to – and it's, it's somebody somebody else I didn't, I didn't play for. But I also didn't play for Coach Jay Wright with Villanova with the USA team. Oh, okay. Two and, feet. And Coach Payton with the USA team. So I didn't, I didn't have, like, the best coaches you can possibly have. So I understand how certain things work and what needs to be done and doesn't need to be done. Right. Right. So it's, it's funny you say that because, you know, I always mess with you about this all the time, man. You know, one of these days you're going to you're going to be a head coach, you know, mm. <laughs> you're going to be <laughs> I, I, I'm going to just go ahead, call it out here on buckets and breakdowns as he broke down all the coaches he played for. I think those are some of the things that organizations look for in in a, a young player like yourself that maybe, you know, could still play. You know, as you see, oh, yeah, yeah. nah, right I, I, I don't know when this episode coming out. I'm still playing. I know they passed out that. Hey, yeah. I, I know y'all see me in my suit. Be tired. Hey, I still get my vitamin every day. Shelvin is you know not what? retired. Shelvin yeah. is not. I'm talking far, far from now. But Shelvin's not retired. And, and y'all giving out ten days. He's a he's a sure bet right here. That's going to be somebody that's not going to turn the ball over, make the right play, make the open shots be the extension of the court coach on the floor. So yeah. I'm going to be a great teammate too. Yeah, for sure. Tangibles, the, the, the little things that add up at the end of the day. Oh, uh, and, and that's what winning is. <laughs> right? what, a lot Watch of people it. don't realize that. That's the crazy thing. 
Yeah, when you win a game, that means a lot of people are doing something right. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, man, uh, another part of your game that I admire too is your finishes around the rim, man, and your touch around the basket. You know, what are some of the things that somebody can do, in your opinion, as far as, you know, improve their touch, whether it's floaters or trick, not trick layups, but, you know, just finding ways to, yeah. to score the ball around the basket. I don't got none of that spinning. If I spin it <laughs> off the glass, start to break. We in transition. Yeah, not no tricks. I had to catch myself. Not no tricks, but just uh, the, the touch, floaters, glass work, stuff like that. Oh, uh, yeah. So one thing I did is I always, like, challenge myself. You know, like I said, a lot of times don't get bored. You know, the, um, the old school uh, layup drills, the mic and drill. Like, ah, ah, ah. We can do the same thing, but I try to get it above the square every time. Just challenge myself in different situations because a lot of dudes are athletic these days, and they'll come, they'll come get that thing off that glass right now. So you right, try right. to challenge yourself. It's also harder for you to do it because you never did it before, and you're just working on different stuff. Or even um, I might do a whole practice with left-hand layups. Mm. No one, no one damn well I'm not shooting no left-hand layup in the game. But right. it's something different to keep my mind going and practice on things. And staying confident. Yeah. 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 I've I, I I seen guys do layups that. in my life. It's crazy because, uh, you know, when I was in uh, – New Orleans as a video coordinator, you know, in the summers, uh, guys would come back sometimes. And uh, CP, Chris Paul, he came. I remember one time he's like, "Every I'm doing everything left-handed. And so sometimes we have staff runs, and he'll jump in. He's like, yeah, I'm playing. I'm, I'm playing left-handed, everything left. And, bro, like, <laughs> cold with the left hand. Never use it like that in the game, but that yeah. one time you may need it, you confident because you you've been working you on it, the, so you put the work in. Yeah, yeah. So I, I hear that, man. Um, I want to talk about another thing too. Uh, like I said, we shared uh, uh, a moment in, in basketball history. Uh, the man behind me, Kobe Bryant, may rest in peace. Uh, I was in the building his last game as assistant coach. You were on the floor. Yeah. Uh, talk about that that game, man. What, what, what was that like? What was that experience, man? So those that that is one of the moments that like I remember playing basketball. Mm-hmm. And I actually don't remember nothing about the game. That's the crazy thing. I know I know Kobe was cooking. I think the reason why I don't know anything about the game, y'all can get y'all's film out and you can bring it up on the, on the little corner down here at the bottom. <laughs> I didn't get scored on none of that sixty-two. So I, I want y'all I'm gonna put that out there right now. <laughs> I didn't get none of that. So it ain't on me. But no, 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 I say it's so funny because um, that whole environment, man, I just remember everything like, yeah, I, I, I remember all of the other stuff besides the actual game. Yeah, the ride to the game, the sun was just brighter that day. Uh, it was great weather, you know, just going through the tunnel, like, like, dang, every step, like, damn, this is it. You step out for warm ups, it's all kind of stuff going on. Yeah. You get to the floor, every celebrity, every rapper, well, not every rapper, Jay-Z, <laughs> nah. uh, the actors, actresses. It's like, damn, this is like a championship game. But yeah, go so, ahead. Yeah, so the one thing I, I definitely remember more, more than anything is that day Nike gave everybody the, uh, the Kobe shoes. Mm-hmm. The black ones, right? The black ones, yeah. 
And uh, and I was doing it again at the free throw. I was like, hey, hey, bro, sign my shoes. I'm leaving here. I need, I need to get them done. So I, I didn't even get a pair of those. I didn't even get a pair. So I was, I was definitely able to get that done throughout that process. But what you're saying is showing up to the arena, you got Secret Service outside. I'm like, like Obama coming to the game tonight? Like, what's going on? <laughs> it was it was that level uh, of intensity and the aura around the whole situation is just like, it's just hard to talk about. Like, mm-hmm. And then the other crazy part about it, so I got in the middle of the season, I got traded to Utah. Mm-hmm. Because they're trying to make the playoffs. They thought I was a, a great fit to try to get the run done or whatever. Yeah, that game was decided if they made the playoffs or not. Yeah, right? it was a very important game for us to make the yeah. playoffs. Yeah, it was but a big the, game. But the, but the bull crap with the NBA and stuff was going over. Houston, uh, Houston is Houston needed to lose the game and make it. Uh, but, uh, I'm gonna tell you, no, no, no. But second, and they was playing Sacramento. But if Sacramento won the game, game they would have went from, like, the third pick to, like, the 18th pick. So they, they completely lost it on purpose. It was, like, it was all of that. It was a whole bunch uh, of stuff. Oh, man. And y'all needed that. I needed that. I don't know about the rest of the team, but I, yeah, I, was, I, trying, I was trying to let them up. Uh, 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 uh. Yeah. Yeah, it's so crazy because – you know, going back to that game from what I remember, and I haven't really talked about it too much, you know, um, but I just remember, you know, this is the first time I'd seen what's possible if, if everybody passes one guy the ball every time. Oh, yeah, yeah. So not hating on my not hating on my man. People don't realize this. I I'm willing to bet bet some big money. I can take you out there for instance. If, I, if, if, if we can put you on NBA court, if you shoot fifty shots, you gonna you gonna you gonna put some numbers up. Oh, for sure, uh-uh. for sure, for sure. I'm gonna put something up. I mean, I need pin downs. I need all the pin downs I can get. <laughs> but, I, but the thing is, I don't know if you in shape and how the how the. I don't know. You might miss ten. So Kobe missed his first ten and kept shooting. That's why I like Kobe's my favorite player all the time. He don't care about none of that. He put the work in, and he's confident at what he at what he done before. I feel you, man. And honestly, you know, I feel like, you know, he he probably I could have got seventy, like you know, if he yeah. Just, <laughs> you know, I did. Yeah, he's one of them. But uh, you know, I, I it was a dope moment just being behind the bench and just, you know, talking about it now, there was a dope moment sitting behind the bench where I want to say he might have had 56 or 55. And we come out, we got the play, and he stops Julius Randle. He's like, hey, Ju, I'm going to come off the screen. They're going to jump out, set it again. I'm going to be wide open. And he knocked down that three. You know, remember that re-screen? Yeah, yeah, that's basketball one on one. Y'all want to break, break down? Yeah. Whenever somebody going up the screen, you don't want to shoot it, rescreen. Yeah, and you wide open every time. But it was so cool because he he knew that what y'all adjustment was going to be after the timeout. You know what I'm saying? And he, he called put, it before y'all he put did the time, it. Time, the effort in it. People don't understand that, right? Like, young guy like Tom Brady, for instance, right now. Like, he ain't athletic, but he put the he didn't put twenty years of work of watching film. It's only so so many things you can do. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if you good and you confident in the time you put in yourself, 
you're gonna you're gonna honor your jumper, respect your jumper. You're gonna you're gonna lean towards that. Right, 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 right. Hey, so uh I wanna ask you something else too. So this is some parts of buckets and breakdowns. We talk about different moves and finishes, different things like that. I wanna know what is the 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 best all time move, and you only get two. It's only out of two shots, right? The fadeaway or the sky hook? <laughs> I, I was going somewhere else. Oh, All go right. ahead. It might throw something up. No, no. I need, throw, uh, I, I need you to refresh me because I might lose it. All right, first because I was going with. I thought you were about to say the step back. Oh no, no, not the step back. We're gonna go so to the that step back and fadeaway. I put them in the same categories. Oh, okay. Me and my friends have, have this conversation now. Okay, the so go ahead. Why, why you say that? If you shoot a step back us or, or, or a fadeaway, it means you're not open past the ball. <laughs> That's true. That's true. There's no other reason why you should be stepping back because you can't shoot this motherfucker right now. So, so obviously MJ made the fadeaway, uh, you know, effective, yeah. popular. And my boy, my boy, my boy, my boy said it. Uh, so that's a desperation shot. It's like, I don't got nothing else. That's what I'm going to. I got good at it. I don't got no moves. I got to get good at that. Hey. I mean, I, I feel like with the step back, since we talk about the step back, I think it's a matter of, obviously, okay, there's a lot of different ways you can use the step back, right? So if I'm going driving left, right? Let's say I'm driving left. I can't get into that block for the layup, right? You're going to body me up at some point. So right. That's right. You can't get to what you want to get to. But if if I hit you with that little bump, not that push off, but that bump, you're gonna be on your heels and you got to get back to your toes. I step back. I just got just enough space to get that thing off, right? Uh, and that's the yeah. reason why. That's the reason why greats are great. They master. They master those situations. It's like you know all my moves. You know I can't do this and do that. I got to be great at this. One thing I'm also noticing right now. Uh, Luka Doncic does this a lot. Is the uh, when they close out from three, the jab, the pump jab, he kind of crosses left and then steps back. That one right there, it looked like he opened the way he breaking the defense down because they coming out on that top leg. He opening that top leg. They trying to recover. I don't know. I. I I got to see that. I see it. I, he shoots step backs every single time. Okay, so the one that that's just the one when you can see it sometimes. He'll probably do it as much this year, he but last that. Year. so his left foot is pivot. He pumped yep. it, crossed that with his right foot, then step back. That's how you get to the step back. Well, okay, your left foot pivot. You could either just either jab right away, and then you know no middle. So they trying to cut off the baseline, right? Boom, and then he cross step. Yep, step back. And then you on your nah, it takes a lot of work because all that footwork you're talking about, it's gonna fight. It ain't for everybody. No, no, no. But no, nah, the, the sky hook, I don't care how good you are. I don't care how talented you are. We can get look, we can get Jordan out there today. He can't hit five out of seven sky hooks right now. Hey, right. Right. that is hard. I try to practice it one day. For you to perfect that. It's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think. But honestly, that's one thing. It's crazy. It sounds funny and weird. Tying them back. That's what I. That's what I do to work on my floater. Ah. Because it's this touch. 
I'm with you on that. Yeah, yeah. I know I, I, I'm never going to. If I pull this out in the game, I mean, hey, I mean, it's, it's 107 to 106 with two seconds left. I, that's all I can do. That's all I got. Yeah. Like, like, you remember Avery Johnson? I stole the Avery Johnson hook. He had one where he used to come through on the left, and actually Isaiah Thomas was doing it for a while. Oh, yeah. Off, off the glass, a running hook. Nah. You know? I, got, I got different variations, but from the free throw line to straight on, like Kareem Adu did, that is a, a skill that I don't think anyone can ever master again. Again, it's over with. Yeah, yeah. Now nah, it's, it's 100% over with. Mm-hmm. Now, what, what you think was more effective, the Allen Iverson crossover or the Harden step back? See, I was about to get to that one, but. The step back. Why you think? Why you think that one? Because you can use a step back, no matter what body size or whatever. The crossover, you, you gotta be like a, you gotta be, <laughs> you gotta be a certain, certain situation. Your body, body fat, and all that to do that crossover. But step back, <laughs> you don't need no separation. You don't need no body contact, or you can use the body contact and still do it. That's why sometimes mm-hmm. you see on Instagrams, see big fella hit hit a boy <clears throat> with a shoulder step back, cash. Mm-hmm. With the step back, you're able to use different things. The crazy part is, I'm gonna ask you on uh buckets and breakdown. Do you remember the when, when the step back came in? Was it D Wade? I, I remember old six D Wade used to do the step back all the time, but he used D-Wade to do it. Had that. He didn't, yeah. he didn't catch any step back, it was yeah. like a stop. Yep, yep, you know. Uh, and Paul Perry did it a little bit too. Paul Pierce had a cold win, and then Dirk mutated the whole step back with the one leg, and that changed the game too. I wasn't a step back to me. That's just that's just the post. Yeah, that's just you getting that's just you getting a shot up. But I'm talking about like bah, 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 step back. Who who's the first person to do that in your eyes? Uh, as far as a step back go, and it had to be somebody before James Hart. Did you know you used to do it a lot? I know he monitored his game. Yeah, I, I Ginobili had it. Uh, Paul had it. I was trying to go even earlier than him to see if there was anybody that used to use it. Um, and man, that thing changed so much to a sidestep now. Uh, I, I want to say, man, I was about to go super old school. Oh, yeah. Not like that. I, I can't even think about anybody. I was gonna go like old school, like Dale Ellis. Uh, shoot, I want to say Antoine Walker used to do it. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't <laughs> Antoine, that's Big Blue Nation right there. That's that's what that's in Lexington right there. Uh, shoot, I remember AI used to do the little. He used to do it kind of different though. He did it like D Wade, but he'll snatch it back between his legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're right. It's like I think D Wade may have been the one. I think hey, Gilbert. Gilbert used to do it. Oh, there you go, Gil. For sure. Yeah. For sure, Gil. There you go. Gil there. had every bucket. That dude was a straight monster, man. When you see him in person, too, you see how big he was as a point guard. How he. He can really come downhill and stop on a dime, step back, handle. That dude was a problem. Go through the contact. He was yeah. tough. But uh, 
Well, yeah, bro, I, I appreciate you, man. You know, I don't, I don't hold you up too much. I know you're on daddy duty, man. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. She, she's slowly waking up right now. Now, man, I appreciate <laughs> you having it, having me on the show. Yeah, but yeah, you break know. down Bob's life. I keep looking at the, at the, hey, man, you got <laughs> blue or green eyes, man. What's going on with her, man? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, what's going on? Hey man, all I know is I look like I'm sleepy. I'm I'm wide awake. I don't know why I look like I'm sleepy. Or hey, I, what, why, uh, I wish I could blow us up. What's the color of your eyes right now, man? Hey man, they brown, man. They brown. Okay, they brown. Uh, 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 <laughs> hey. Oh, hey, hold up. My producer, before we get off, he said Larry Bird. Did he had to step back first? Uh, I don't know. I got. I got to check. I don't. I feel like Larry might have had to step back first on the on the right shoulder. Uh, now nah, he he had to, uh, uh, he had the shoulder work. Oh, he's gonna pull it up on us. Hey, let's see it right here. There we go. The breakdowns. There it is. The Larry Bird step back. Hey, hey, I think that's just. Let me see. Uh, hard jab, step back. Ooh, Look, you know, you tell me, that's huh? Dominique Wilkins. That's Dominique Wilkins too. What with the push out? Shout out to Daniel for uh throwing the clip on right quick. We need to get more of those, Daniel. We need uh, to uh, pull uh, up some uh shelving Mac highlights, man. Let's hey, on some. the spot on the fly. Hey, hey. I gotta find hey, just find some floaters or whatever. Hey, we're in the auto. I gotta dice this bucket to break down a little bit more. Hey man, hey, I'm trying to tell you guys, hey, listen, subscribe, tune in to wherever your podcasts are being streamed or platform man just just check us out at ballers life the good folks there buckets and breakdowns i'm thomas scott with shelvin mack you know hey he's not retired he's not retired i just want y'all know he's not retired he's just waiting for the right opportunity all these 10 days he's he's in it I don't want to say where you're from but he he down south <laughs> there's a lot of markets out here he can get on any flight um and he, he's just an all-around good dude i want to say thank you shell for joining us man but get this man a 10-day too man he should be in there immediately immediately <laughs> you, man. i want to say appreciate you for having me on here also daniel appreciate you dealing with my kids i know i know it's been rough and tough on you today hey man <laughs> many blessings man happy 2022 no wish nothing yes, but Yes, sir, man. And that's it for Buckets and Breakdowns of All His Life. Thomas Scott, and we are out. <laughs>